This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. Uh, podcast on a Monday. Al there, uh, Jerry here. Hello. Uh, so I would first like to thank everybody for their well wishes over the weekend when I posted the photo about the house being very warm with the no AC, which we covered on the show this morning. And I would also like to give a big thank you, probably not to Al, more so his girlfriend, but to the two of them for offering some solace. Had the air conditioner not gotten fixed on Sunday morning, I would have had somewhere to go cool with the family, and that's very nice of you. So everybody on Twitter that said you would not step up, you guys did. Appreciate that. Very nice of you. We move on. My girlfriend did. That was very nice of her. Would you when, have had any interest in helping me out? I would have. Here's the sad part about me as a human being. I didn't even think about it. And when she told me, she goes, um, text Jerry, see if he wants to use my house. We're not going to be there. Let him, you know, tell him just to bring sheets for the beds. And then I go, wow, I go, I would never have, that was never even crossed my mind as a human being to do that. Well, in, in fairness, I would not have ever thought to go anywhere because <laughs> right. we're not dying. It's right. warm. I remember nights growing up, my father wouldn't put the air conditioner on. Yes. And it was like, just turn a fan on. You're fine. And I agree. It's not that big a deal. That having been said, I mean, it wouldn't have killed you to at least think about it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about it. But when she said it, I thought, wow, what a thoughtful, nice thing. Oh, thank you to her. Yeah, that was and nice you, of her. in a way. In a very, she, But she also thought that you wouldn't go sleep in a bed where I have slept before. Uh, she's wrong about that if I've got my own sheets. Right. You I don't care. Because you sleep floor. in hotel rooms. Correct. There's God really disgusting knows what people. happened in that room before yeah. you got it. Terrible things. Jerry, here's the story from down the Jersey Shore. Hmm. Ocean City, exactly. Is there an Ocean City in New Jersey? Yes, down by Cape May, I think, isn't oh, it? Oh, down or by Cape May. Somewhere like that. So they're having a problem, as they probably do in many of these shore towns, whether you're in Long Island or New Jersey, with uh, aggressive seagulls. Yeah. Aggressive seagulls. Uh, because people thinks it, think it's fun uh, for them and the kids to feed seagulls. No, bad idea. So then the, fee- then the seagulls get a set of balls on them, and they start just taking people's pizza as they're walking down the boardwalk. Yeah. They get very aggressive. So uh, someone in Ocean City is doing something about it. There is a uh, a law on the books uh, where you are not allowed to feed <clears throat> wildlife. Yep. I've seen this on many beaches, actually. Yeah, and it, there's, it, there's a $300 fine and possible wow. 90 days in jail. All right, that takes it to another level. Yes. <laughs> I've seen signs, please don't feed the seagulls, not you're going to jail. So they said they're going to start enforcing this uh, fine, yeah, this $300 fine if they see people feeding the seagulls. Well, it's funny because watching the Mets over the weekend like I did, Gary and Keith were having discussions about new rules put in place, about speeding up the game, but the umpires don't do a damn thing about it and right. they don't enforce the rules. So therefore, what good is a rule 
if it's noise, if it's nothing. Right. I applaud them. Let's go. Put your ass in jail if you give a seagull a piece of a hot dog. Exactly. I'm in. I'm in because otherwise seagulls are dive bombing at you when you're trying to enjoy some time on the beach. And it's by the way, it's no joke. Like I mean, those things hit you. Or let's say they hit your two year old, of which I don't have anymore. But they hit your two year old. I mean, you're not going to kick the crap out of that seagull, and then you go to jail for animal cruelty. Do you think you could beat up a seagull? What? Do you think you could, if it came down to it, you well, had to one, fight a all, seagull? First of all, one kick or one punch, you probably would kill the seagull. But but could you land it if you were on the sand? That's I don't know different... what I don't know what your footing would be like on the sand. The seagull is dive bombing you and then heading back to the sky. Dive bombing, heading back to the sky. Could it knock you down? I think I'd go rope a dope. Rope a dope. The seagull. Yeah. Dive bomb, dive bomb. Now you're going for the sidekick. <laughs> Pop, seagull in the ocean. <laughs> I would try to get him as he was dive bombing me down. Do like, you know, we remember when Pedro Martinez took down uh, Don Zimmer? Yeah, I remember. He kind of stepped to the side, took his head and threw <laughs> yes, it. Just I would do that with the seagull. Hold him. As it was dive bombing me, I would step to the side, get its head and throw it down. I'm glad you've thought about this. Yeah, how yeah. I would fight a seagull. Can I get this on video? I'm sure someone would have it on video, which yeah. would be awesome, by the way. So stop feeding the seagulls. It's not that interesting to see the meat stuff. I would agree. I like when seagulls think they're getting food and it's like a cigarette butt. Oh, and then they spit it out? <laughs> yeah. They so disappointed. Yeah, so angry. Actually funny. Jerry, here's a story from Austria. And Austria. Where is Austria? Great question. Germany? Around Germany? I'm going to say Germany. yes. That sounds, gr- that sounds right. Poland? It sounds like it should be in Australia, but it's, it's not. not. Austria and Australia are two different places. You know where Austria is? Why does Australia come up? Is it by Australia? I'm sure they're all in the same area. They probably ripped off the name. One ripped off the name from the other. Yeah. It's over there. It's by uh, Vienna. Vienna. I don't know where that is either. Let's just say it's nowhere near America. (laughs) Austria. It's by Germany. An Austrian Uh. tattoo artist is going to jail for three and a half years. Four. Well... A young gal came in there, and she wanted a uh, tattoo on her back of the yin-yang symbol. Are you familiar with that, Jerry? It's like that. kind of looks like a black and white cookie. It's yes. the yin-yang uh, yes, uh, symbol. Very popular tattoo. Yep. So she got her tattoo, and the uh, this local artist, he patched her all up. You know how they put, like, the Vaseline on the tattoo, and they bandage it up as uh, for it to heal? Okay. I don't, but okay. Well, when it was done healing and she uh, undid the bandages, she discovered that, in fact, she did not have the yin-yang symbol. Instead, she had a uh, tattoo of a penis. <laughs> and the F word written under it. <laughs> Why? Yeah. What was wrong with him? Well, when they went back and questioned him, he simply said he did it, quote, just because. And now he's going to jail in Austria. Now, what's the charge? What's Skin the charge defacing? for that? Like, what, what's the charge? All right. Let's see what is the charge of this. I let's can see know. you put him out of business. You fine him. Uh, penalties. Jail. Wow. Well, actually, it says here he's going He's going away for three and a half months. Uh, he's going to be housed in an institution for mentally abnormal offenders. Wow. Uh, yep. That's who we learned a lesson today. Just because. So I would get a tattoo only where you could see it getting done. 
Because if you see the beginnings of a penis being drawn, <laughs> then you could like stop balls. it. <laughs> what did he think was going to happen? She would not see the penis? Well, that's, yeah. That's why I was wondering if there was something in line with maybe a friend of his. Was this an ex-girlfriend who right. cheated on his best friend? Was there something? Maybe we will get more to this story as it goes along. Good Lord. But as of right now, he just felt like doing a tattoo of a penis and the F word under her, under on her lower back. Could you back. imagine? Now let me bring you to Largo, Florida, where my first um, professional radio job was Largo, Florida. Really? It was, uh, just I... outside of the Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater. It's a small town there. Oh, I thought Largo was in the Keys. No, you're thinking of Key Largo. Oh. From the uh, classic song. Yes. We had it all, just like Bernie and Bacall. Down in Key Largo. I don't remember the word. But Key Largo is a place, right? Key Largo is a place. This is Largo, Florida. Well, that seems kind of stupid. That's very confusing. I've spent some time here in Largo, Florida. Yeah, that's silly. Well, this did not go well. Uh, A uh, man is uh, in trouble for assault. He headbutted his mother in the face. Headbutted his mother in the face. Now, why would he do such a thing? Well, the mother brought home Chick-fil-A for dinner. And he did not want Chick-fil-A. Wow. So he headbutted her right in the face. He became very upset, uh, and he split his mother's bottom lip. He was uh, arrested for domestic battery no. and really? booked into county jail. I mean, what was going on in his life that he snapped like that on his mother? He's allowed to have no contact with his mother. And uh, he's uh, the the photo I have of him. He actually has a bandage across his nose. So where he head that's what I never understood about the headbutt as a move. Oh, it's gotta hurt like hell. Right, you're using your own head. That's yeah. gotta hurt. Like he headbutt his mother in the face. She does still have bones in her face. Right, it looks like you know you headbutt a rubber ball in the movies. The way they make it look. Yeah, and it's no joke. <laughs> Now, instead of headbutting your mother and going to jail, just enjoy the Chick-fil-A. It's good. Or how about you get in the car and go get whatever you want? Right, if you didn't want Chick-fil-A. But who would want? By the way, how old is this guy? And why is his mom bringing him Chick-fil-A? Good question, Jerry. He's 30 years old. Oh, come on. Get out of your house, dude. He's 30. That's embarrassing in and of itself. Yeah. I couldn't imagine not wanting Chick-fil-A. People suck, honestly. I mean, I say this to Chris Carlin all the time when I see him. Yeah. Good people are good people. Everybody else sucks. Like, if I brought you out of the blue Chick-fil-A, would you ever imagine headbutting me? I couldn't imagine you'd, headbutting you unless... Um, you'd probably high-five me. Thank you for the Chick-fil-A. I might, yes. Like you that. would have to do something pretty nasty for me to headbutt you. Yeah. I would agree. Probably, like, uh, attack I, your children or wife in some children, verbal... Right, have an affair with my right, wife. Right, that would get a headbutt. In which case, the headbutt would be the start. I would say. Yeah. I always wonder that. that, I always wonder that in pro wrestling, the headbutt. The one guy would always get hurt by the headbutt, but the guy administering the headbutt never injured. But does the headbutt in wrestling actually occur? Like, are they actually headbutting Or do they really work on it to where... I think they work on it. I would think so. You can't go skull to skull like that routinely. I don't know how they... Skull fractures. I don't know how they do the the chair shots to the head, because those look real. That's got to hurt. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you fake that. Right. That and when you jump off, what is it called? The turnbuckle? The ti- the top rope. The right, and the guy moves and yeah. you do a belly flop, but it's not the water yeah. that you're flopping into. That's got to leave a mark. I always try, My father used to try to argue with me that wrestling was fake when I was a kid. And I remember showing him a videotape of a guy beating up another guy with a flagpole. Sure. He was really hitting him in the back. 
Listen, there's no case it's physical, and there's no case there's a lot of beating going on, but it's all scripted. Right. That's the part of it that I was told you when I went, and I saw them missing the punches. Yeah. What? Oh, no. Right. No. I hated it. Hated it. Haven't watched Hmm. it since. I think I was 11 at the time. Really? Yes. Well, you're missing out on some. I had all the little figures. I had the ring. I was so into it. You're missing out on some great headbutts. I don't. I I can tell you that. Why? I'll just check out this guy in Florida and his mother. Well, yes. Well, if you if you bring them Chick Fil A, be prepared, Jerry. Instead of headbutting your mother for bringing you Chick Fil A, reward her with something from TouchOfModern.com. That's what I would have done. <laughs> if my mother would have brought me Chick Fil A, I would have gotten her something nice at TouchOfModern.com. Perhaps I would have got her some sexy home decor. Jesus, you or this home decor. Some of the latest. Gadgets for your iPhone, cases mm. and cords, 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 fun things like that, Jerry, or just some of the latest technology, some fashionable wear. Although I will be honest with you, this site is mostly for men. It, by the way, it is, but yes. what do a lot of, uh, no, I shouldn't say that. What did your mom do growing up? Did she take care of the house or she, even if she worked, did she always make sure that yes. the house was straight? She sure did. Like my wife does that. My mother did that too. Yes. And I, th- I do my part as well. But uh, how about the Stink Boss for your mom? Now, what that? is that? The Stink Boss is... This is at touchofmodern.com? At touchofmodern.com. Oh, all yeah, right. You can get the Stink Boss. And, and what this does, basically, is it dries and disinfects sneakers and shoes. Oh, perfect. So think about when you've been out for a long day and your feet just stink. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Because your socks are awful, your yeah, shoes are disgusting, Or it's 100 right? degrees outside. Those sneakers and shoes got to be hideous. Yes. You get them the Stink Boss at touchofmodern.com. You hmm. leave it right there by the front door. Fantastic. I see. Hmm. Plus, you could also get men's fashions and accessories, things that would get you noticed. And if you were That's out right. getting noticed, you wouldn't have to have your mom bring in your Chick-fil-A. You'd be going out with hot chicks. <laughs> To whatever fast food restaurant you wanted to go to. Not (laughs) limited to Chick-fil-A. From Chick-fil-A to hot chicks. That's right, Jerry. This is where Al goes from touchofmodern.com. Yeah, they also have a a very easy-to-use app for your phone or your iPads and things like that. Very easy to browse. And right now, Jerry, listeners can get immediate access to great deals when they sign up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow... Well, they change it all up, and it's all brand new stuff. That's how life rolls, Jerry, in the fast lane. In the fast lane, Al. I saw this in the newspaper last week, and I've cut it out. It was uh, from Friday, and since you don't want to do a post-game podcast on Fridays, Excuse I me? saved me? it for today. I'm not the one running out of here at 1017. There's a, a woman hypnotist in here. You know you know, hip, hypnosis, that sort of thing? Never done it. You've never heard done it, it, but yeah. you've heard of it. Yep. So she has a practice where she hypnotizes children to behave interesting and i think she would teach you as the father to hypnotize your kids to get them to do i don't like chores and things i don't like like this manipulating the mind yeah i don't like this at all actually this hip hypnotist woman says she does it to her own kids and her husband 
How about very strange? Have you seen you know, hypnotism performed? I haven't. I've never yeah, seen it. Yeah, I've seen it performed. It's very weird. Like when people. Well, I mean, I've seen it in a magic show, but I've never believed not sure it was if it's true. real. I don't know if it is or it isn't. Like when they say uh, uh, three, two, one. When you uh, wakey wakey, uh, you'll think Jerry is a peacock, and his beautiful feathers are all over the room. Why, why do we got to go to peacock? Well, I was just trying to think of something. Why going to be a lion? Would be cool. Okay, Jerry's a lion. Yeah, no, the moment's gone now. Oh. Uh, and then they people do believe that. So I don't know. Hypnosis seems a little strange. I don't think you should be using it on kids to behave. No, I don't either. And I'm not going to be one of these guys that's going to stand on the mountain and preach to people about how to handle their kids. Mm-hmm. Every kid's different. Every kid behaves different. But most behave poorly. I, I don't like that. I just, I don't know, man. Try every other option before you start that nonsense. They do it for smoking, too. You ever, uh, people have well, gone now for here's hypnosis. A different, now, hold on. Now, that's a different issue. If you're an adult that is dealing with an addiction that you can't seem to break, I'm, a, I'm of the line of thinking, you do whatever the hell you have try to do everything. to stop that. Yes. You know, I would rather try that more so than patches and pills. And I would, you know. So that's different. We're not talking, that's not talking about kids. That's free will. You're 25 years old. You're 35 years old, and you cannot get the nicotine fix out of your body. I understand that. That's you give a it. A, you would give it a shot for. Yes, absolutely. Okay. If I was still hooked on tobacco, and I couldn't get off it. Yes, 100. percent hmm. And now here's something that you and I talk about all the time. What type of dating website could we create? Oh, don't tell me you found another one. Well, there is another one, and this one actually makes a lot of sense. Oh, okay. BuzzFeed reports that there's a Pokemon Go oh, Jesus Christ. Pokemon Go dating app that will let you catch Pokemon while on a date with somebody who's also into catching Pokemon. Now, I did some research for the podcast this weekend, and I went out uh, Pokemon hunting you, with the Pokemon Go did app. Did you really? To see what it was all about. And I could see where that would be a fun date thing. Because you are walking around the town where you live or the town that you go to. You're walking around. You're exercising. Right. Uh, it's a fun activity where you're trying to catch Pokemon. So I could see this so, as a dating website ha- working. This. So then if you are, because I don't under, I mean, I understand it, but I don't. So if you're walking with your phone and you see one 50 feet ahead of you, is it like basically Pac-Man eating up the chips? Basically, if you go to the spot, it disappears and you get credited for... Yeah, well, you have to launch like these things at it to capture it, but it seems pretty easy. Oh. But yeah, you do it. You have to walk towards it and then capture it. Okay. And then every once in a while, you have to fight one. Stop it. Like a fight of well, Pokemon how, But fights. what are you doing? What does that mean? I don't, don't know. Tell me you're not fl- punching it. No, you're flicking things on your phone. Oh, that's stupid. But I'm just saying, it does seem like it would be a fun date activity. So how did it go? It went pretty well. It was hot, though, so we didn't go out Pokemon hunting Any in the house? for very long. Yeah, they're in the house. <laughs> There's a couple Pokemon in the house. Oh they're up God. at the boardwalk down the isn't Jersey Shore. Creepy? They're in towns. They're in parks, recreation areas. But isn't there a semblance of this just creepy? Um... Like, it's too much. It's a little much, because now every person I see walking with their phone, I now assume they're looking for Pokemon and not texting. I I totally agree. Well, you know they're doing something. You know what's gotten on my nerves? You can't get in the elevator anymore without someone getting in and right to their phone. Yeah. It's like, what are you missing in the last 10 seconds? Well, we don't like the uncomfortableness of being in a box with somebody. But why does, let me ask you this. Why is anything uncomfortable? Just stare forward when you when you get to your floor, you get out. Well, now the like the elevator here at WFAN in our building, it has a, like a video screen on it with news. Yes. So I will stare at that. Nothing wrong with I'll that. I'll stare at the weather that is on there. 
The only thing that's awkward is if you're thinking too much about the situation. Right. I mean, right? Elevator so etiquette. If you're not thinking about it, if they feel awkward, F them. You're not. You're good. Right. Why don't you just sit there and stare at the little two-inch screen or however big these damn things are? That's a good point, Jerry. Oh, God. And uh, earlier today, I wanted to get your take on this. You were not in the studio when this happened on the Boomer and Carton show. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Anthony in Belleville called in. Okay. And a longtime caller to the show. And he said to me, uh, we're talking about the Yankees. He said, hey, Al, the Yankees, they are who we thought they were. Yes. And I laughed. I thought, wow, what a great tribute to Denny Green who passed sure. away. I, Craig took it the wrong way. Yeah, Craig took it the wrong way. He, I he, heard that. He said that was offensive. Yeah, I heard that. That he had just passed away and we were using his line. I took it as what Anthony wa- wanted it to be, an homage yeah. to Denny Green. Like, that was great. I thought it was it, a nice tribute. When I heard Denny, when I read that Denny Green had passed away, I immediately went to YouTube. I went, that was such a great press conference. Well, it, it, for different reasons. Yeah. It was great because it lives on, like the Jim Mora playoff thing. Yes. But at the moment, if you were a Cardinal fan or a Saints fan, those are not great moments. Right, but they're looking not. back on it, uh, it's a good moment. That having been said, I was anchoring here still when that news broke right before 11 o'clock Friday morning. Oh, when Denny Green passed? And I wondered, do I play that? Right. I opted what not to. What did you to. do? Okay. Because, A, I didn't have any help in the newsroom, so I wasn't going to go look and find it, which would have taken me five minutes, not that long. But then I'm like, I don't know, is it disrespectful? It just happened. Right. And I thought maybe if I was working Saturday, I would do it after 24 hours went by. But it's funny because as soon as I heard that caller, I'm like, you know what? I was thinking the same thing Friday. Yeah. That's what you, it's sad, though, because I'm going through all this stuff Friday when he passed away. This guy had a great run in Minnesota, and yet you hear Denny Green, and that's all you think. Right. So I I get it. That was a weird one. And I like the uh, the other part of that clip that doesn't get played a lot. It, 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 they play the we they the Bears. They were who we thought they were. But when he slams the podium and says, "And we let him off the hook." Yeah, I love that part. It's so true. Because I, I remember that game too. Yeah, you it's don't. Crazy. So many times, coaches are so um, low key in these press conferences when they don't really say how angry they are. So that was nice to hear. All right, Jerry, take it easy. See you, Al. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, quarter to six, Boomer and Carton, 15 minutes from now. Alan Jerry with you. How was the weekend? Oh, hi, Jerry. I saw Hootie on uh, Friday night in Jersey. Darius Rucker. Yeah, he was good. And he does the Hootie songs, He does Hootie too. songs. Yeah, he does like five Hootie songs, and he does his own. Uh, he has tons of country hits most of you probably don't know about. What kind of crowd did they get for that? Um, uh, packed. That place was packed. Really? Young and old, Jerry, he talks to everybody. Did you catch any of the Mets this weekend? They actually had a good weekend against the Marlins. I did. two out of three. Did you see the Stanton home run off yes. the Grom Saturday night? I happened to be at a uh, Jersey Shore sports bar, and I looked up. I was like, oh, Stanton's up. This could be interesting. And then <laughs> I thought the thing went over the scoreboard. I thought it was going to blast through the window. 
But then I also thought as soon when he hit, I go, it still counts the same as if it barely cleared the wall. <laughs> well, yes, like, it you don't does. get more points, more runs <laughs> for hitting, a, as you called the Jerry, right. a moon shot. That w- but you know what surprised me was, and we got up the next morning, my son was interested because uh, Mark Reynolds of the Rockies hit a home run last week that was, I think they measured it like 490 feet, which uh, Mickey Mantle, I guess you said 550-foot home runs, but still 490 or 497, whatever it was, that was like the longest shot this year in Major League Baseball. And watching that, I'm like, that's got to be further than the Reynolds hit. And they only measured it at like 441, which I thought – I, I would have thought it was a lot further than that. I'm sure they measured differently. I'm sure Mickey Mantle never hit a 550-foot home run. There was no way they were measuring correctly I'm not back old then. enough. I didn't see it. I'm just telling you about the legend of the yeah, myth. I have like, no idea. Probably the guy with the tape measure didn't know where it really landed. And they're like, I think it landed back here, way, 550 feet. What tape measure? Is someone really out there with a tape measure? No, because I get those tape measures from Home Depot. They only go up to like 40 feet. (laughs) You think they kept just going 40 feet at a time until they got the 550? (laughs) Not accurate at all. I don't think so. No chance. Now, let me ask you this because this bothers me. And Gary Cohen brought it up this weekend. Did you catch any of the Hall of Fame stuff Sunday? I was just watching the Piazza stuff again. Live. Oh, live. I did not hear it live. You know why? Because it's on while Major League Baseball is on. Yeah. The whole thing is goofy that they. You know, if you want baseball fans to watch it, you're asking them to not watch the baseball games. And they started at one. I don't know. I, I've always wondered why they do it during a day game, like a Sunday. Where all, if you do it Saturday at one, where a lot of the games now on Saturdays are at four and seven, it makes sense. Sunday afternoon, there's nothing but baseball at one o'clock. It's also the last place where men are allowed to cry openly. Interesting you say that. Now I want to ask you where you would think this clip comes. He spoke for 28 minutes. Here was Piazza. Yeah, this is Piazza Sunday. The only way I ever thought I would be here with you is if I bought a ticket. He seems like he's really into it, right? Yeah, he's into it. How far into the how far into his speech do you think that was? I'm going to say that was uh 15 minutes in. Eddie, what do you think? About 3 minutes in. Yeah, how about 2 minutes and 2 seconds? I also I'd get crying, but I mean, come on. I also have a hard time really getting into a speech when someone's reading it. And he struggled at times with it, as many do, because yeah. it's not easy. He said, I saw one interview on Saturday night where he said he actually um, did the speech in the mirror. And he couldn't get through it <laughs> looking at himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know these guys aren't great speakers. They're great ball players. But it just loses something to me when a guy's reading his emotions. You know what? 28 minutes, what else are you going to do? You can't stay. You realize, and you watched it this morning, and I'm about, I would say I'm 21 minutes through right now. i got seven more minutes to watch. He thanked, he couldn't have missed anybody. He was talking about Little League coaches, high school coaches, community college coaches, hitting coaches on every organization, coaches when he played in the Dominican League. I mean, it takes a while, and if you do that off the top of your head, you're going to forget somebody. But uh, it certainly was very interesting. Also very interesting was what Chris Sale did. Sale, who Craig likes to call Sale, uh, is the ace pitcher of the White Sox, who was supposed to pitch over the weekend. I think it was Saturday, I think, and he was scratched late. Why was that? Because he didn't want to wear the throwback jersey that the White Sox were wearing Saturday, so he cut it up and destroyed it. Which is, I mean... Well, I was reading, not only did he cut it up, but he used a knife, not scissors. Right. And he was slicing through a bunch of them. Enough so that they there weren't enough uniforms for the team to put on. So they had to wear other throwbacks. But I'm kind of agree with Chris, Chris Sale on this one. Because it is un- that those uniforms look incredibly uncomfortable. You know what is comfortable? 
19 million dollars a year shut up and pitch Come right on. but if but if it's gonna ruin like if mentally and physically he feels that stupid old collar on his shoulder like if you had to get a a, a different pair of headphones we threw on you wouldn't that throw off your update? Am I getting paid $19 million yes, a year? Yes, $19 million to do updates, but wear the headphones. I'll wear two orange cones. Yeah, see, I don't know. I'm with you this guy. I don't like these changing out these uniforms Everybody constantly. Everybody else does but, but Yeah, but if a guy gets into a rhythm, uh, and, and the pitchers are very particular, like uh, I eat these chicken wings before I go on, I uh, put this deodorant on, and nothing can change or it throws off your mojo, and now you have them putting on these... What looks like kind of like a blouse. It's probably not breathable fabric either, Jerry, and it was very hot outside. It's 2016. It's not 1916. This is not full wool that they're wearing. But maybe with the the old uniforms come the old uh, materials. They don't. They're made in 2016 style and fashion. They're ugly. They're fine. Just go out and pitch. If you don't pitch a good game, so what? You're still making your money. Honestly, I think it's a terrible example, he said. There's a lot of young kids in that locker room that basically watch, cool, we can do this if we don't like something. It's yeah. really awful. I mean, you're supposed to be the ace and the star of that team, and to do that, if that happened here in New York, and let's say CC Sabathia did it, what would you say? Good for him? Yes, if it was the weird, goofy old uniforms, the giant no, I don't think we would polo he'd be, shirt he'd be collars on blasted. He would be getting, but forget him. If it was Noah Syndergaard and the Mets right now are in a in a race for the wild card, and he pulled that in Miami this weekend, I'm just throwing that out there. He's supposed to pitch, I guess, tonight. Let's say he did it tonight. And all of a sudden, not only does he not pitch in a big game, and now he's out for a week, and I know it would only be once a week anyway that he pitches, but you guys wouldn't be okay with that as Met fans. There's no way you would, would you? Would not you? if him. Would I, I would not be okay with him missing a start because well, of Well, that's what happened, though. I would be okay with him cutting up a uniform, though, with right, a hunting knife. but the knife. end result is he didn't pitch. Right. That's not good. No, which is why the whole thing is silly, but whatever. It at least was comical for us for a couple of days. Anyway, we'll take a quick break and we come back. We'll wrap this up. Then Boomer and Carton at six on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Hey, Al, uh, over the weekend, uh, I saw the Guns N' Roses was at MetLife Stadium, which I knew. I thought we were going to that. We didn't. That's fine. Well, yeah, we were going to go to Guns N' Roses, but the tickets, something got goofed up. That's fine. So we didn't go, but there were a lot of things that came out of that concert not talking about the music with the with the the fans. Yeah, 30 people got arrested for well for being, you know, 48 and trying to relive now, your high school years and putting on your denim coat. Now, why is that a story? I would think 30 people get arrested at every concert everywhere. I would think that also. Especially like a place like MetLife Stadium that holds like 70,000 people. It's got to be at least 30 people drunk wasted, especially it was like 100 degrees outside on uh, Saturday. We went to see... People were I, slamming beers. I want to say it was Billy Joel, Elton John, when they played together uh, in the Meadowlands. got to be, whatever, 19 years there ago. There were fistfights there? Uh, well, no, but you're talking about... Country with fanny packs got in a fight. drink way too much, <laughs> and a friend of mine drank way too much wine in the parking lot, and literally during one of Elton John's songs, and we were in the upper deck, he just fell, and he must have fallen four... He just passed out, fell asleep, passed out drunk, fell four uh, rows down, and got kicked out. Did not get arrested, though. That's part of the story is we drank too much wine. Right. At I the didn't. Elton John show. I'm I saw a, a woman at a club this uh, weekend. Morning, Craig. Uh, hi. Go face first. Boom! Straight down. <laughs> so one you of loved the, it. <laughs> one of the things about this Guns N' Roses, which people don't realize, is they have a lot of songs you've never heard of. Well, a lot of bands do, though. Yeah. But when you go, the problem is when you go to these outdoor concerts and there's 70,000 people there, everyone wants to hear all the songs they know. 
which isn't enough to get you through an entire like two and a half hour concert, what you paid your ticket money for. So there's a lot of like stuff off of Chinese democracy. I don't even know what that means. Exactly. That's, that's an one album of their they albums had. they put out. Yeah. All I know is Appetite for Destruction. That's yes, about it. That's a good one. Go ahead, quickly. And Jerry, more. here's a good story for athletes. Normally, athletes are doing terrible things to other human beings. Uh, this uh, Florida Gator linebacker, Christian Garcia, he helped uh, stop a sexual assault. I guess he's a bouncer at a bar in Gainesville, and he saw some shenanigans going on, and... Uh, yeah, he pulled this guy off a girl, and supposedly they, they ended up arresting this guy, and supposedly he's uh, accused of other sexual assaults also. And shockingly, this story, as many others, I'm sure, like this, never get told. Why is that? Because it doesn't sell anything. Well, I'm telling it, Jerry. Yeah, I know I tell you only are. good news. But are we going to spend four hours on it? <laughs> yes. And if it went the other way, we would. Well, yes. Exactly. Because people don't want to hear good stories. They want to hear the bad stuff. I want to hear them, Jerry. Yeah, I'm well, sure Well, there's really don't. nothing else to say. It's a good job by him. End of period stop. As period Craig would stop. Say. And that, uh, with that, Boomer and Craig job. coming up in 20 seconds on the oh, fan. Oh, it's going to be a fantastic show. Be listening this hour and every hour right up until 6 p.m. for your chance to win Yankees field-level tickets for an upcoming game at Yankee Stadium. It's all from Jersey Mike's and your flagship station for New York Yankees baseball. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York. York.